everyone. I am Matthew Burris, and this is Matt's World, where it's my world, and you all just live in it. As of right now, of this recording, I'm recording this at 8 o'clock. I was supposed to get this up in the afternoon, but unfortunately, I was, you know, I had a lot of running around to do, had some stuff I had to do, and you know, what have you, outside a therapy appointment. But nonetheless, I'm here. As a matter of fact, actually, I'm actually eating dinner right now. My mom made me some um, teriyaki chicken. Yeah, some teriyaki uh, chicken here for dinner. As you can tell by the picture. Yep, some teriyaki chicken. And the kombucha of the day, it is pineapple peach. From Kavita Master Brew Kombucha. This is about 60 calories. And this is actually my first time actually um, actually trying this. So I'm going to hold this bad boy up. Do a little pour. chicken here I'm a little hungry of course you can't do a podcast on an empty stomach mm. Good. some good teriyaki chicken now some kombucha that's good it's really good it's sweet you can taste the pineapple and the peach yeah pineapple and peach they really do go together so, um, yeah, once again, this is from Kavita Master Brew Kombucha. Uh, they always come out with some good flavors, and this is one of them. I'm going to try and get this more often. So, there you go. And going to eat a little more of my chicken, and I'll be right back with our topic for today's Mental Health Monday. Alright, so, the subject, or I should say topic, of this Mental Health Monday is alcohol. Now, as I've talked about before, I am an alcoholic. Yep, I struggled with binge drinking. And... You know, binge drinking, it's, um, you know, is a lot different from, you know, just plain alcoholic, you know, like when you see on, um, like when you see on that show Intervention, you know, it's not like 
you know, you wake up every day, you know, you have a drink, you know, like you have a drink before work, you have a drink, you know, while you're at work, you have a drink after work, and then there's a drink instead of work. Um, it's not like that. With binge drinking, it's, let's say if you have a six-pack, um, you start with one drink, and, of course, okay, you have one drink, you know, get yourself in the mood, whatever. Then you get another drink, you know, okay, you're good, you know, getting a little buzz, whatever. And then, you get your third drink, and then now you get, now you're getting tipsy. And then by the sixth drink, you are completely fucked up. And that was pretty much me, you know, when I was, when I was drinking. And, of course, I wasn't always drunk. I didn't always drink just to get drunk, you know. I drank, you know, so I could feel loose, I could feel happy, and what have you. And also, I used to have a web show on YouTube um, called The Beantown Beatdown, which you can find on the Bloody Knuckles uh, TV um, page on YouTube. And me and my friend, Gabe Shamus, um, you know, we would always have booze, you know, we we bring alcohol, and then we would, um, you know, and as we were drinking, you know, we talk about the fights, we talk about, uh, hmm, you know, we talk about the fights, you know, we talk about, you know, other news and stuff, and we'd be on there, and we'd be, uh, kicking back a few brewskis. <sighs> Took another swig there at my kombucha. <clears throat> Now, as far as what we, you know, what I drank, you know, like, I wasn't, like, a, like, a regular beer drinker. I never had, like, just regular beer, you know, um, you know, I wasn't, like, into Budweiser or Coors or Miller Lights, though, um, I did have a Miller Light. I did have a Miller Light on my birthday last year because, you know, I wasn't going to be drinking anymore and... I figured, well, I've always saw those Miller Lite um, commercials, and, you know, those Miller Lite commercials, I mean, those old school Miller Lite commercials, the great taste, less filling, you know, the ones with John Madden and um, Joe Frazier, you know, I mean, those ones um, that I watched on YouTube, you know, they looked so interesting, and... Again, not a regular beer drinker, but I was like, you know what? I think I'll, uh, you know, I think I'll try a Miller Lite. And I had about, uh, two Miller Lights, actually. And actually, it's a, it's a good thing now I actually have my laptop because I can show you guys, uh, that night of my birthday when I actually chugged. <laughs> yeah, I actually chugged a Miller Lite in the uh, men's bathroom. And interesting story, um, our friend to the show, my co-host, Prima Johnny, um, 
she actually went into the men's bathroom with us. <laughs> we had to convince her to come to come in with us. You know, she was afraid of like getting in trouble and and all that stuff. But uh, you know, we finally uh, we finally convinced her to convinced her to come in. So and you know, my drinks of choice were like um, well, I used to drink. Um, you know, brown liquor, I used to, you know, I did drink brown liquor, but eventually I, I just never liked the taste. And then, um, you know, but I would do shots, you know, I would do like, uh, Jack Daniels, I would do, um, let's see, I did Jack Daniels, I did, uh, I think that's pretty much the only bourbon I drank was, uh, Jack Daniels. I've done te tequila shots too. I used to do tequila shots but for me it was mostly like uh mike's hard lemonade um let's oh the smirnoffs the smirnoff uh wine coolers yeah the smirnoffs yeah smirnoff ices um the hard ciders yeah you know mostly angry orchard angry orchard was the best i mean down east cider is cool but for me, Angry Orchard was was the best, especially uh, Crisp Apple. The Crisp Apple one was was the best one. Uh, second best was the Green Apple. And I also used to drink uh, the Strongbows. Uh, that was just another hard cider. And but my all time favorites were the uh, were the Bud Light. Um, margaritas yeah the Bud Light margaritas you know I've I pretty much had all of them you know I've had uh, the strawberry Rita uh, the lime Rita cool strawberry Rita yeah I wanted to drink I've also had the apple Rita's I've had the wild berry Rita's the lemonade Rita's mango Rita's um, I even had the the seltzers when they came out with the seltzers too and the seltzers were pretty good as well so um so yeah and yeah those were were good but uh anyways here's the here's the video from my instagram my personal instagram you know at matthew barris yep here i am in the men's bathroom with kenny banesh my other friend and my friend Prima, chugging a beer. Here we go. Uh, wait, I gotta, I gotta start that over again because the sound's not on. Um, let me pause that. Alright. Uh, for some reason, my mouse pad is not working. Alright. All right, I got the sound on, so let's go. Okay, chug, 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 ch
first, on his 35th birthday, he drank a whole bottle of Miller Lite and then choked. That's right, rock and roll. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. He's immortal. <laughs> yep. I am immortal. <laughs> yeah, that was my friend uh Kenny Banesh. And also he um yeah, he actually at one point tried to take a little jab at my stomach. <laughs> yeah, he tried to take a little jab there at um at my stomach. That was actually my second time chugging a Miller Lite. The first time I chugged it, um it had music on and and stuff so um also here's a oh yeah i played this on the last episode of um of matt's world i played uh myself singing tennessee whiskey on new year's eve yeah i was singing that and um on the last my last night of drinking and Yeah, and I'm actually gonna play it for you, for you guys again because uh, this was actually pretty, pretty good. So here I am again. Oh, we gotta rewind it back again. Start over. Here we go. singing um she's holding the camera phone she's the girl who i uh, got a new year's kiss from that night <clears throat> so she's singing along she's a little drunk herself
Yeah, I did have a major crush on her, and uh, we go all the way back to Hennessy's, me and my girl, uh, Leanne. So, by the way, shout out to Leanne if you're listening to this. Love you, baby. night of drinking and of course uh, after I left I went to um, yeah I went to New York pizza over on Mass Ave uh, got me some authentic New York style pizza um, or yeah I think it is authentic yeah it is authentic New York pizza you know got me some pizza and I also, I had a, a little bottle of champagne. You know, I had a little bottle of champagne. I was really drunk that night. <laughs> and also, one guy, um, as I was walking home, you know, and he was like, Happy New Year, bro. And he gave me a, a bottle of champagne. And I opened it right in the middle of the, of the street. And, yeah, I took a little, uh, yeah, I took a, yeah, I took a swig of, swig of it. I'm actually gonna play that for you, right here. Yep, here it is. One more. Ugh. One more. <laughs> yep one more for the road yeah i didn't drink the whole bottle of champagne i drank like maybe like half of it because like i was kind of full off the food and the liquor oh, i'm just stopping this one right more. now <laughs> one more. yep one more for the road and but yeah i was really uh full i was drunk and you know i couldn't finish that whole bottle of champagne yeah 
But, um... But, yeah, uh, the drinking... I mean, there's been some fun times, but there's also been some bad times, and, um, well, um, because there have been times when I've also used, uh, alcohol, um, when I was depressed. Uh, the biggest one, and, um, this was, um, yeah, this was like my last um, time being um, hospitalized. Yeah, because I've been hospitalized before. I stayed in mental institutions, you know, because of suicide and what have you. And um, yeah, the last time I was really hospitalized, I was um, I was really, really, really depressed. And I got me a bottle of um, Madria Sangria. Yeah, because I, I also drank um, Sangria too. I would drink that. Um, Madria Sangria. Um, I drank the original one, the original um, one. And I also used to drink the, the Moscato one too. But I had the original one and I drank, um, drank the entire bottle. And then I went into the cabinet and I had my mom's um, rum. I poured it, mixed it with juice, and I drank it. And I was completely fucked up. At one point, you know, I asked from, and I was in the kitchen, I asked my mom, I said, Mom, help me. And, um, and I was completely drunk. And... Yeah, because this girl had, yeah, because that girl, she just gave me a, yeah, you know, a number, and it was, you know, it turned out not to be real, and, um, well, she, well, no, wait, I'm trying to, um, retract that. It was real, but, um, you know, her boyfriend picked up. Yeah, it was her boyfriend that picked up the phone. So she didn't tell me she had a boyfriend. And so I got so I was depressed and I got drunk. And then out of nowhere I started throwing up right on the kitchen floor. <clears throat> and I had never thrown up from alcohol before. Never. Yeah, I have never thrown up from alcohol. You know, I always thought like, well, maybe I have a high tolerance for it. Well, turns out I um I don't because I mix the the rum with the with the sangria, which is something I should not have done. And and so after that, I remember um, heading up to um heading up to my room and feeling still feeling a little sick and i remember my mom like being so mad and she was all like oh who told you to drink this much who told you to drink this much oh god now i gotta clean this shit up and da, da, da. and then i went into the bathroom and i threw up 
on the toilet, threw up on the toilet, you know, of course I, I lifted up the toilet seat and shit, and then I just remember um, climbing into the bathtub, laying in there, and my mom, she came and she said, you know, you know, she was r really upset and rightfully so, and she was like, she's like, Matthew, Matt, come on, let's go, I don't do drunk. And, you know, I got up, got it back into the bed, and the next day I went to, went to a hospitalization, and, yeah, that was it. And, it, it was, um... It really was bad. It was really bad. And I mean, last year, you know, with the, with it, you know, I started to think to myself, you know, hey, maybe I have a problem. And, you know, because I was drinking for my web shows. I was drinking when I started the, um, the podcast and I was also drinking, um, you know, for, like, sports events, too, and that's the thing, you know, like, uh, for me, like, uh, when I was also watching UFC and stuff, like, I would get, you know, get me some beers, and, well, not, well, yeah, I mean, I consider the Bud Light Margaritas beers, and then I would, or I would, um, you know, or get some hard ciders, in fact, uh, actually, a few times I've actually gone to Buffalo Wild Wings, and whenever I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, I would always get the big pilsners and have the the Angry Orchards. Yeah. And, but then, you know, my mom one day, she was like, you know, you keep looking for an excuse to drink. And, and then it really started hitting me, and I was starting to think to myself, well, you know, do I have a problem? You know, do I, you know, do I really have a problem with drinking? And I, and then I realized that, yes, I do have a problem. And the problem was, uh, was binging. You know, and my mom, she said so herself. She was like, you know, you don't, you know, you don't wake up, you know, every day needing a drink, you know, um, you know, you just, um, you know, your problem is just that once you start, you really cannot stop. And that was very, very true. And that's when I knew that I needed help. And during my second time at Arbor Hospital, you know, I, you know, I said that I would, you know, stop drinking. And of course, uh, I didn't really stop until my, um, until New Year's, you know, because, um, you know, I want to have one last one and then, um, and really start over again with the, with this new year. And the reality is, I mean, this past year, I mean, almost nothing has gone right. I mean, for me, because, uh, I've had COVID, I've had, um, kidney stones and, uh, also, my friend, uh, we are officially um, not on speaking terms now. Uh, 
she no longer wants to continue the friendship and that is um and that's a topic I'll I'll save for next week but I will say that um it has cost me some depression um but luckily my friend to the show my friends to all my friend to all my shows actually I should say um Sansi yeah who was the Friday female of the day yeah fi- yeah the Friday female of the day she um she, she's a mutual friend of ours and she really got me through this and I cannot thank that woman I can't thank that woman enough I mean she is such a nice person and she's going through some shit too but she always takes time for me and I and I love her for that you know I really do love her for that and um And, you know, and she's been very proud of me when, you know, because whenever I post on Instagram, I always post, you know, on Instagram, I say like, hey, you know, I've been one month sober, two months sober, three months sober. Now I've been four months sober now. Yeah, I've been uh, officially now uh, four months sober. And it's been a struggle. You know, I can say that's the one thing this year I've accomplished is, um, staying sober, and, you know, these four months, you know, it really hasn't been, um, it really hasn't been easy, in fact, uh, um, in fact, uh, for when I was three months sober, you know, I actually wrote this, again, I'm on my Instagram, yeah, I wrote this, this message here. Oh, wait, that's not it. Yeah, I have it. Uh, yeah, I'm just scrolling down right now to find it. Yeah, here it is. It's now been three months and two days since I have had my last drink. I still have days of anxiety because it's been a rough year and when it gets really bad there are days I want to go I want to go to the liquor store and have a drink but I have to remember why I'm doing this and that's because I because one I won't be able to stop I I mean because if I have one I won't be able to stop I want to thank first and foremost God for keeping a strong hand on my shoulder. I want to thank my mom for being there for me throughout this difficult year. Most of all, I want to thank my best friend at Sansi Me. Yep, Sansi. For having my back with other problems and always being proud of me. Sansi, this has been a difficult year for, for both of us, but we have leaned on each other throughout throughout it and this summer I promise you that this will be much better for you and me and I love you stay positive my friends and <clears throat> that has um you know and that has helped a lot you know and um even like the 
you know, the accomplishments, the little accomplishments, like, uh, like that same week, um, you know, like, uh, you know, I was hanging out with Prima one time and we were, um, we were hanging out at the house and, um, you know, and I wrote, today me and Prima are hanging out watching a classic movie and enjoying stuffed crust pizza. What makes it even more special is that this is the first time in a long time we're hanging out without neither one of us drinking. Yeah, and yeah, we watched like, um, yeah, we watched Batman, um, 89 and we, uh, you know, we had some pizza and we, neither one of us drank and Prema, you know, I mean, <clears throat> she drinks, but she's not like me. You know, Prima is also a lightweight. She's, um, yeah, she's a very short girl. And, um, but she's also a lightweight. Uh, she's also, like, the type that will have one drink, and that'll be it. <clears throat> yeah, she'll have, um, I mean, I've seen her take one or two drinks, and that'll be it. And... Also, when I get the 24-ounce um, cans or the 16-ounce cans, I mean, she can barely finish them. I mean, so she's not the type to drink it all in one setting, you know. And um, and also, she's, she's not into hard um, liquor either. I mean, she likes uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade and strawberry daiquiris and stuff like that, but uh, she's... Um, She's not into, like, alcohol like that. She's not into, like, regular beer and wine and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was quite an accomplishment, you know. And, of course, um, she didn't have her ID, which is why she couldn't... Um, well, I didn't have my, my ID either. Um, and I said, like, well, hey, listen, um, you know, do you you want a drink and she goes ah oh, no i and i i said oh i, I don't have an id you know they, you know and i have my because my id was expired at that time so i said oh geez i can't get you any liquor and i said and then i realized i said hey you know what this is going to be the first time that uh you and i have hung out without neither one of us uh drinking and she went oh oh that's good so yeah <clears throat> and and I want to end it on this note here. <clears throat> I am not against alcohol. You know, if people want to drink, that's fine. But alcohol is no longer part of my life. And it's okay if you can have you can have a drink around me if we ever hang out. You know, it's okay. You know, you can drink around me. I'll be fine. Um... But if you are struggling with alcoholism, if you're the type that cannot be around people who can't drink, that's fine. And also, if you are struggling with alcohol, please go get help. There's no shame in asking for help. We all need help, and sometimes we really can't handle our liquor. You know, and me, I definitely... I definitely cannot handle my liquor. <clears throat> you know, like I said, start with... Starts with one, and then you want another one. And also replace, you know, the alcohol, too. Find something to replace it. If it's cranberry juice, it's cranberry juice. If it's Dr. Pepper, then it's Dr. Pepper. If it's, um, 
Kombucha? Well then, drink kombucha. <laughs> but also another key to this, and this really goes with sobriety, is taking it one day at a time. Um, my favorite wrestler, one of my favorite wrestlers, Eddie Guerrero, he suffered from alcoholism. And <clears throat> before um, he died, he did get cleaned up after, you know, years of alcohol and also um, taking GHB. And the one thing <clears throat> that got him through it was he, he said that he took it one day at a time. And, and that's also what they say in, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, Anonymous, blah, alcohol, um, Anonymous, Anonymous, and, you know, also for people in drug rehabs too, they say, um, you know, you have to take it one day at a time. And that's what I, um, and that's what I plan to do, you know, um. I take it one day at a time, you know, I just, I just say, today I will not drink, you know, I just say that in my mind, I go, I think, I think, okay, I want to have a drink, but, you know, it's not going to make my problems go away, you know, so if I start with one, I won't be able to stop, so today I will not drink, and you can use that and apply that with anything, you can apply it even with cigarettes too. I mean, in fact, when I was at Arbor Hospital, I actually helped um, this one person who I was friends with. You know, I helped her uh, stop smoking. You know, I said, you know, the key to it is just to uh, take it one day at a time. Just say, today I will not smoke. And, you know, you don't worry about, you don't say like, oh, I'm going to stop smoking forever. Because that can set you up for failure. What you say is, today I will not smoke. You know, but if I say I'm not going to smoke for today, you know then that helps, you know, it's all about getting through the day, you know, um, you know, and you can't, you know, it's also not a thing where it's like, you know, oh, I can be clean and sober for, for 10 years and 15 years, and then all of a sudden, boom, I can have a drink or I can have a smoke, no, you know, this is a marathon, you know, not a sprint, and it doesn't matter if you've been sober for 10 years, 10 months, or 10 days. It's all about getting through that day. That's the main goal. Get through the day. And if you can get through that day, well then, you've done a good job. And having said all that, we're now going to get into some experts. I mean, some excerpts from Hagakuri. samurai of 50 or 60 years ago would bathe, shave their foreheads, put lotion in their hair, cut their fingernails and toenails, rub them with pumice and then with wood sorrel, and without fail pay attention to their personal appearance. 
it goes without saying that their armor, in general, was kept free from rust, that it was dusted, shined, and arranged. Although it seems that taking special care of one's appearance is similar to showiness, it is nothing akin to elegance. Even if you are aware that you may be struck down today in our friendly resolve to an end to inevitable death. If you are slain with an unseemly appearance, you will show your lack of previous resolve, will be despised by your enemy, and will appear unclean. For this reason, it is said that both old and young should take care of their appearance. Although you say that this is troublesome and time-consuming, a samurai's work is in such things. It is neither busy work nor time-consuming. In constantly hardening one's resolution to die in battle, deliberately becoming as one already dead, and working at one's job in dealing with military affairs, there should be no shame. But when the time comes, a person will be shamed if he is not conscious of these things, even in his dreams and rather passes his days in self-interest and self-indulgence. And if he thinks that this is not shameful and feels that nothing else matters, as long as he is comfortable, then his despite and discourteous actions will be repeatedly regrettable. The person without previous resolution to inevitable death makes certain that his death will be in bad form, but if one is resolved to death beforehand, in what way can he be despicable? One should be especially diligent in this concern. Furthermore, during the last 30 years, customs have changed. Now when young samurai get together, if there is not just talk about money matters, loss and gain, secrets, clothing, styles, or matters of sex, there is no reason to gather together at all. Customs are going to pieces. One can say that formerly, when a man reached the age of 20 or 30, he did not carry despicable things in his heart. Thus, neither did such words appear. If an elder unwittingly said something of that sort, he thought of it as a sort of injury. This new custom probably appears because people attach importance to being beautiful before society and to household finances. What things a person should be able to accomplish if he has had no haughtiness concerning his place in society. It is a wretched thing that the young men of today are so contriving and so proud of their material possessions. Men with contriving hearts are lacking in duty. Lacking in duty, they will have no self-respect. 
according to Master E.T., even a poor penman will become a substantial in the art of calligraphy if he studies by imitating a good model and puts forth effort. A retainer should be able to become substantial, too, if he takes a good retainer as his model. Today, however, there are no models of good retainers. In light of this, it would be good to make a model and learn from that. Choose from each person his best point only. For example, one person for politeness, one for bravery, one for the proper way of speaking, one for the correct conduct, and one for the steadiness of mind. Thus will the model be made. An apprentice will not be up to his teacher's good points in the world of the arts either, but will receive and imitate only his bad ones. This is worthless. There are people who are good at manners, but have no uprightness. In imitating someone, oh wait, add. Yeah, I've gotta skip this ad here. There we go. In imitating someone like this, one is likely to ignore the politeness and imitate only the lack of uprightness. If one perceives a person's good points, he will have a model teacher for anything. When delivering something like an important letter or other written materials, grasp it firmly in your hand as you go and do not release it once, but hand it over directly to the recipient. A retainer is a man who remains consistently undistracted 24 hours a day, whether he is in the presence of his master or in public. If one is careless during his rest period, the public will see him as being only careless. Regardless of class, a person who does something beyond his social standing will at some point commit mean or cowardly acts. In the lower classes, there are even people who will run away. One should be careful with menials and the like. There are many people who by being attached to a material art and taking apprentices believe that they have arrived at the full stature of a warrior. But it is a regrettable thing to put forth much effort and in the end become an artist. In artistic technique, it is good to learn to the extent that you will not be lacking. In general, a person who is versatile in many things is considered to be vulgar and to have only a broad knowledge of matters of importance. When something is said, to you by the master, 
whether it is for your good or bad fortune to withdraw in silence shows perplexity you should have some appropriate response it is important to have resolution beforehand moreover if at the time that you are asked to perform some function you have deep happiness or great pride it will show exactly as that on your face this has been seen in many people and is rather unbecoming but another type of person knows his own defects and things i'm a clumsy person but i've been asked to do this thing anyway now how am i going to go about it i can see that this is going to be much trouble and cause for concern though these words are never said they will appear on the surface this shows modesty by inconsistency and frivolity we stray from the way and show ourselves to be beginners in this we do much harm learning is a good thing but more often it leads to mistakes it is like the adamantation of the priest Conan. It is worthwhile just looking at the deeds of accomplished persons for the purpose of knowing our own insufficiencies. But often this does not happen. For the most part, we admire our own opinions and become fond of arguing. Last year, at a great conference, there was a certain man who explained his dissenting opinion and said that he was resolved to kill the conference leader if he was not accepted. His motion was passed. After the procedures were over, the man said, their assistant came quickly. I think they are too weak and not reliable to be counselors to the master. When an official place is extremely busy and someone comes in thoughtlessly with some business or other, often there are people who will treat him coldly and become angry. This is not good at all. At such times, the etiquette of a samurai is to calm himself and deal with the person in a good manner. To treat a person harshly is the way of the middle class lackeys. And there you go. Um, skipping the food for thought for for this week. Uh, couldn't really come up with one quote, but I'll come up with one for next week. And now we're just going to go in to get your shit together. And this get your shit together is that it to some people who like to disrupt shows, including one familiar Fresh Prince. Dear Shit Disturbers, Your assholes whether it's a soccer game, a comedy show, or the Oscars, they all have one thing in common. They come to see the celebrities, not you. 
When you bum rush a stage or run across the field, you are disturbing the show and ruining everyone's good time. On top of that, you are also putting the famous people in danger and causing them to fear for their safety. To the man who attacked Dave Chappelle, comedy shows can be very hot and you might have some jokes that are very fiery. If you can't take the heat, then get the fuck out the kitchen. To the man who assaulted the soccer goalie, you have done more harm than good for the sport of soccer. And you deserve to have the entire team stomp a mud hole in your ass. And finally, to Will Smith, you are an award-winning actor and a hip-hop pioneer, but what you did was inexcusable. You should have handled the problem backstage like a man and talked with Chris Rock like a civilized human being. I propose that from now on, anyone who wants to be the shit disturber of the night should be handled WWE style by getting laid the smackdown on their Rudy Pooh candy asses. Get your shit together, Matthew Varus. Oh, NPS. To the people who tried to defend what Will Smith did, go fuck yourself. And that'll do it for today's show here on Matt's World. Wednesday is Wrestle Talk Wednesday. And then, of course, on Friday, I have Fun Day Friday, and that one is going to get extremely heated of course for some other reasons which i will talk about on wednesday and well that's it <laughs> that's it i know it's late but hey better late than never hope you all enjoyed it let me know what you think this is matthew Burris, and remember don't have a good day have a great day. Bye-bye.